back again for another episode. Woo. <laughs> did that not did that not give? No. Was it not enough? Oh, oh. It returned. Oh, dang. <laughs> well, hello everyone. <laughs> hello everyone. My name is Hazel. I'm one half of this podcast, but I am fully lost as to how time and daylight savings is real. It's really odd. That's because it's not. Most countries don't do this. No? Yeah, most countries do not do daylight savings. That is a gag of the season. Interesting. Well. Oh, permission to speak? (laughs) The floor is yours. Hi, everyone. I'm Odia. I'm one half of this podcast, but I'm fully... You know how people are like, oh, I'm a problem solver? I'm a problem causer. And that's I think that's better than troublemaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, that my, that's my mood right now. And yes, we are here on another amazing episode. Um, now... Other than that, before we start our main topic, we check in on one another in the segment we call the cup date. So, Odia, what's your cup date? Pass. Hazel, what's your cup date? Why are you giving me the Uno reverse card so fast? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say. I think, yeah, I mean, I was going to say that. I'm just chilling right now. I mean, life is getting a little bit easier on my end but it's it's good it's it's all right right now <laughs> can't complain what yeah, about I think, you uh i can always find a way to complain i think i have a knack for that but no i think i'm i'm doing the best that i can and i'm trying to shake off this feeling of feeling like i'm not doing as much as i can be which isn't one of those, you know, people are like, oh, I feel like I'm so behind. And then other people around them are like, no, you're doing perfectly fine. It's not one of those moments. It's not one of those moments where I'm just like trying to seek validation. It's more so along the lines of like, I feel like there's something in the background that should be getting worked on. And I can't really uncover what it is. I kind of resonate with that, actually, because mm-hmm. I, I feel like lately for me, I've kind of been like, there's more things to do there's more content to create there's more da 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 and like i don't have the means to like explore that right now but it just i i i know the feeling of one of of um feeling like you should be doing something but you you can't you don't you don't know what it is it's like a, a spirit of restlessness is just hanging over me and it's been like this for I, I would say it comes in waves over the past like a year. Maybe it's where I am right now in my life and career. Maybe I just need something to just a jolt of excitement. Searching for dopamine hits or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I feel like I'm just one of those moves where I'm just like feeling antsier than usual. So yeah. yeah. Moving forward. We're going to go to our main segment, 
What's the Sip? And today we're talking about musicality and why it's easy for Hazel to cry to Taylor Swift. <laughs> you got me there. You got me there. You know my so... feelings towards Miss Allison. Okay. <laughs> Not Miss Allison. Yes. Okay, so, but, since, um, oh, go ahead. No, 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 keep, no, you keep going. Since you are a loud and proud Swifty, I'm going to ask you the first question. The floor um, and the ceiling is yours. What do you make of her new album, Midnight's? Why don't you like it? Or why do you not like it? That, isn't that both the same thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. How do you feel about it? So I'll give a little bit of context for why we're talking about Taylor Swift in the first place. Yes, please so explain. I, How did we get here? <laughs> so in the last couple of weeks, Taylor has made history by having 10 of her songs off of her current record be on the top 10 Billboard top 100 charts. And she is out here. She's released this album for about a month now, I want to say. Um, and it's making amazing waves and she's even already started selling out on her tour a lot of people are revved and ready to see miss allison and um yeah so going back to the question what do i make of midnights i think okay the swifties are going to be i know the swifties are going to come for me when i say this but it is not my favorite album Oh, I'm sorry. <gasps> <laughs> I think I think it's a blend of a lot of her previous work, which I think would make sense because she's calling this new tour the Eras Tour, and she's probably going to include Midnight's in it. But I, I mean, I could take a little bit of like, oh, this song reminds me of this rep, like this era, or this song reminds me of that era. Um, so I've taken note of that. But um, I, I, I like it. I don't hate it. I just think that it's, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> you, sound like, <laughs> you sound like one of those people just like, you know, it's not my first choice. <laughs> Maybe not. It's not my last choice. Maybe I have to give it more time to listen to. Because like a lot of Taylor's work for me, I don't start resonating with unless, and this is for any artist, actually. I When I listen to an artist, it takes me several times listening to the album to really gain a connection to it uh-huh. and um, really understand where the album is coming from or the songs are coming from. But um, I think it's all right. I think my 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 opinion might change in a couple months. Who knows? But I already have songs that I've already like written down that I know resonate with me. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's some of them are actually really good songs. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, that's just shady. Some of them are actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what about you? What do you make of this album? I actually think it's one of my favorite albums of hers in the recent years. Uh, 
only because I've always had the critique that some, her music doesn't not match her age, but match her life experience. Because I think even if you're someone who, listen, I, after listening to her music, I realized that I do have a capacity of love. I have a love limit. Okay. I, I have not, I don't know how many times I can fall in love in one lifetime, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as much as she has. I don't even talk about romantic. I'm saying in general. So these are very strong feelings to have for several different people. Is it material? Yes. Is it terrifying? Also, yes. So it's one of those things where I was, was it reputation or was it lover? It's one of those things where it's just like, I felt like her music was stuck somewhere in some part, like, I guess eras make sense for her tour. And then when folklore came out, I was like, okay, this is cool. I like this. And then Evermore came out and I didn't listen to it. Wait, is tolerated on Evermore? I think so. I listened to that song and then I listened to this one. And I think that this is just like a, it's a cooler version of her. Not like cool as like swagger affect, but cool literally as in temperature. I feel like there's like a, a coolness to it that kind of has the remnants of some of her more recent work that's here, but it's still kind of poppy. So I listened to, okay, let's be clear, everybody. I don't dislike the lady. Okay. And I do listen to her music and I have friends who listen to her music and I like to share my friends' interests with them. So I would say that there are elements of this album, like you mentioned too, that are like, that are related to her past work. And I, I said like, what song was it? Mirrorball that's on Folklore? I, I'm not doing no swift trivia. So I'm trying <laughs> my best here. But yeah, so Mirrorball sounds like Bejeweled, but two and a half later it's at the same party. So like she comes in, with bejeweled energy saying that she's going to light up the place, not with fire, which isn't even as fun. And then Mirabal comes on, she's swaying side to side because she's having a good time, but she's sleepy. So I can see the connection and the relationships between many of those songs. And it makes sense because some of the songs that resonate with me more that I just like more than others, because this is not an album with no skips. And I want us to be honest. I want us to be honest about that. There are several many songs you can skip. So when I heard that she had all top 10 placements, I was like, were there 10, were there 10 songs up here? Were there, were there 10 songs up here that weren't being that high? I, I need us to be honest. Because if we were in the process of like, if I was called, which I shouldn't be because I have very little musical expertise, if I was called to like, you know, review and revise, nah, I I'm not saying I would have cut some tracks. I'm just saying some of them y'all would have never heard. That's true. Yeah, no, I I feel like you're so right that it kind of sounds closer to her experience now. I think that's the kind of work that she's trying to make anyway is because now that she's gone through this many eras in her career, you know, it pays to be authentic at this point. So with that being said, you said you had a list of songs that resonated with you. I'd like to know what they are. 
and why? So the songs that resonate with me are um, Antihero. I relate to Antihero a lot. Um, just off the strength that the song kind of gives me vibes of like kind of fighting the demons within yourself and also trying to be good in your life and trying to do good in your life and the feelings of spiraling and negative self-talks and realizing that you're the person that gets in your own way. Um, I really resonate with that kind of theme, especially in this chapter of my life now. Um, so yeah, I really resonate with Antihero. Um, you're on your own kid kind of relates to me because of the fact that, you know, I've had rose colored view of like what it would be like to date and everything like that. But now that I'm older, I'm just kind of like accustomed to my being by myself and realizing that I'm on my own which is not the, it's not, sometimes lonely is not a bad thing. <laughs> okay. Sometimes lonely can be a good thing. And I think I'm trying to figure out what that means. And that song kind of just gives me assurance in that it's okay to be where I'm at right now. And that there is someone else. I mean, she's not in that experience right now because she's fully with someone right now, f someone for six years. But <laughs> um, it's nice having a song that is relatable in that regard and um bigger than the whole sky i think is really personal to me because um the song is about loving someone um my, the way that i perceive it is loving someone but you can't love them because they're not here and um all you have is what could have should have would have been between you uh not to get all emo, but I did have a friend who I had a crush on who um, passed away. I found out passed away last year. And um, I've always kind of regretted never telling him how I felt. Um, and so when I heard this song, I said, wait, <laughs> I was like, this is too real. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then also what have could have should have is a song that she wrote about her experience with John Mayer, like the difference in age and how that shift and that power dynamic affected her. Um, and just off the strength of like, not even so much the age, I relate to that song because I've had someone who I was not necessarily in a relationship with, but they, it got pretty toxic pretty quick. And I kind of relate to that story of like going through something and finding your way out but it's just like it's a lot so yeah that's those are the songs off the record that i really relate to but what about you i don't think i necessarily relate to um, miss girl's experience i think it's mostly because there's just a like i said not necessarily a capacity to how i feel i'm not a robot but i feel like she feels things in a way, or at least describes feeling things in a way that I'm just like, whoa, this is a, this is a lot. So there are some of her older songs, like Begin Again is a song that I am really attached to. I just think it's really pretty. So my favorite songs in this album are just the songs that I think it's pretty. 
So it's all the snow songs, snow, slow songs. Snow on the beach is my favorite song. <laughs> that's why I said snow by accident. But that's because I never understood what a problematic fave was until I discovered Lana Del Rey. And I was like, aha. Here we Not go. Lana Del Rey. So then when I was listening to the song, because I just put it in order, you know, because I did my research for this. And I was like, that little echo sounds familiar. I know that's not who I think it is. And it was, it was. So I just think her voice is very dreamy. And as uh, Pisces, that's just what we do. So, well, at least for me. And then I like Maroon. No, I know it's not an anthem about climate change. However, if the sky was so scarlet that it was Maroon, it is the end of days. And that made me laugh. So I like that song a lot. And then there's Sweet Nothing. I think it's just really like literally sweet and simple. So it's a very like comforting song to have in the background. It's fun to sing along to, add voices to. And Midnight Rain. Because she's just like, there's money to be gotten sir i'm not trying to sit here and be around now which ones would you control all delete off this album and why is it the I, vigilante song i love vigilante shit oh um, well but hold on let me look at this album not our friendship going in separate directions <laughs> so stupid. um I don't think I would get rid of any of these songs. Again, like I said before, I'm still getting to know them like they're people. So I've already made what my favorites are, which are like good for that. But like, I think I'm still giving myself room to like the album even more. So I don't think I have anything that I would control alt delete. But do you? Yes. So let's start with your favorite. You're on your own, kid. I think it's cute. Goodbye. And question. I just feel like the title of the song could have been question or the dot, 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 question mark. Having both was a little too much for me. And so that's just my beef with the title. (laughs) I don't really I don't think it's a bad song. Like, I don't think any of the songs on this album are bad from my tastelessness. I also didn't listen to the 3 a.m. release version because now you're just being greedy. So I wasn't I wasn't doing both. But um it's okay. I don't really like Bejeweled that much. I don't really like Karma that much. But I it's mostly just the vigilante song that I'm not with. I don't really care for that much. Yeah, that song feels like it's off of Reputation. Well, I didn't listen to Repetition, so... Oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> repetition. <laughs> I've called I, I've called it Repetition. I've called it Regurgitation. I call it Resuscitation. I've called it a lot of things. Recession. Only, only to Valeria, though. And she corrects me every time. I know what I'm talking about, but it's just funnier this way. So, yeah, there's just those songs where I skip them proudly. When I listen, because I listened to the album like four times through by this point, I think four or five. 
not proudly. <laughs> Is there any artist that you personally resonate with more? Um, I was going to say literally all of them, but that's not true. <laughs> there are a lot of artists I resonate with less than I resonate with Taylor Swift. I don't think I resonate with any artists in particular. I think there are just certain sounds that fit with my mood a little bit more. Like I like people with deeper tones in general. I love Tony Braxton and how she sounds. And but I also love the the lightness, the airiness, the ethereally etherealness of Janae Aiko's voice. I think it's really pretty. You know, SZA's great. Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna's not a comedian, right? But she cracks me up. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I enjoy every second of it. I like Beyonce a lot. I don't think I'm anyone's stan in particular. I try to listen to all kinds of music, but if there's like a song in the woods, if there's a song that feels like you're in the woods and you're not scared, that's my vibe. If there's a song and it's summertime and you're driving down the highway and you like didn't know you knew all the lyrics, that's my kind of vibe too. And then just things that are more chill for the most part, mostly because I'm not. So I was just like, I'm learning a lesson. Calm down. Which you need to calm down. I'm not saying it's a terrible song. I'm just saying I don't like it. An artist I personally resonate with, I just, I love Carly Rae Jepsen. That girl can make a bop. Okay, that girl knows the pop formula and it is infectious. And I personally love her and love her work and what she stands for. She is, if I stand anyone, it would be Carly Rae Jepsen. I mean, also, I stand Beyonce, but Ariana is quivering right now. Ariana, I I stand Ariana too. It's just her last album has left me feeling one more but i do love my ariana grande though i love her to pieces um so yeah i mean i resonate with their body of work i mean like ariana i love the voice i love the danceability the euphoric feeling you feel when you hear her like singles it's just ah nothing like it but um right now i've been listening to uh, more of old music that I've been um, that I've been exposed to when I was a kid. Like I, re- I really grew up on a lot of '90s music, and um, like Matchbox Twenty, uh, the song "Unwell," ooh, love that song. But um, I also, I don't know. I right now, if I had to pick any artist right now that I feel like I resonate with at the current moment, I would say Adele. I would say Carly Rae Jepsen. And then I would say Lizzo. Because Lizzo knows how to make a song and help you feel like you're on top of the world. Like, I love that feeling. Like, that you can't be told nothing. Girl, I love that energy. So I love Lizzo for that. She really made a great body work. Yeah. um, Not to disrespect your culture. But I can't think about Lizzo's music and not think about Six Flags at the same time. I don't know why that's the case. (laughs) 
Like I, I truly just think about walking around Six Flags in the summertime and hearing juice in the background. <laughs> and it just makes sense. It does. It does. You're so right. And you're not yeah. wrong. Everyone's like, oh, Lizzo makes RA music at college campuses or like, was it campus tour music? I'm like, no, Lizzo makes amusement park jingle jangles. Not all of her songs, though. There are some really, really nice ones that I like a lot. What songs do you feel like have gotten you through sometimes? I know that music can be very cathartic at times when uh, we need it the most. So is there a time where you felt like you've listened to a song that helped you get through something? No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. You said... You said all you weenies listen to Taylor Swift to get by could not be me. No, it's not necessarily that is I think a lot of the joy that I get from music is just as someone who writes, there's something about someone creating something to share it with others that I think is such a beautiful experience. That's why I love being around performers of all kinds, because to think of something in your mind in your imagination, create it, produce it, record it, et cetera, and then share it with people is such a vulnerable and such a human exchange. And it makes it sound really dramatic, but that's it's the reason why I respect the art so much and why I continue to respect music, even though people claim that it's way too accessible to the masses now for people to actually be successful. So yeah, I think I just mostly think of the music in the context of the artist and what they're sharing with me and how I feel about the song. I don't necessarily go all the way through most of the time and connect that song to me in my life. Like, I don't ever feel like, ugh, I'm so seen by this song. I don't think I have those feelings very often. It's more so like, wow, look at this project. This person sat down for hours thinking through putting together meticulously and saying this is ready to go and everyone should as many people as as they can as many people as possible should have this piece of art and I'm sharing something with you and I think just that exchange in general and being on the receiving end of that is so special feeling even though it's not necessarily a special phenomenon so yeah what about you though so I mean I I'm not gonna lie Taylor Swift has been one of those artists that I've listened to that um, have helped me get through things and process my own emotions. Um, but I also really resonate with, like, for example, the three artists I gave before, one of them being Adele. I really like listening to Adele's I Drink Wine because it's a song about wanting to let go of caring too much about what other people think and trying to let go of things and ways of thinking and self-beliefs that are holding her down. And I really resonate with that a lot. And then I also, with Lizzo, her body of music, you know, it's trying to, because I've, I'm not going to lie, my confidence has been a little on and off as of late. Um, and listening to Lizzo really kind of 
centers me and helps me to get in that mentality of I deserve greatness and trying to make room for that in my life. Um, And I guess Taylor Swift really helps a lot as well. Her her 10 minute all too well really it took me places but um something that really has been sitting with me as of late is the song unwell by matchbox 20 it's a very old song um but the lyrics are what get me because um i'm not crazy i'm just a little unwell i know right now you can't tell but stay a while and maybe then you'll see a different side of me I'm not crazy. I'm just a little impaired. I know right now you don't care, but soon enough you're going to think of me and how I used to be me. Wow. Like the rest of the song is him kind of talking about how he's kind of like spiraling, but he's trying to find his footing after spiraling. It's man, what a what a great body of work. <laughs> Like I and I also love it sonically because like he somehow fed a banjo in to make it give like a hint of country flair, but like top to bottom from like throughout the entire song, it's just something that um I resonate with a lot. So it's amazing that music can make you feel that way. Where like, you know, I always was a big appreciator and fan of um spoken word because spoken word can really be used as a vehicle to help not only process what your feelings are, but showcase it to the world and have other people really resonate with what you're saying as well. It's a very beautiful thing. And um, when you blend that with music, it just takes me places, okay? It takes me places. But that's all. I listened to the song as you were speaking and there was no warning for that banjo. I, I jumped out of my seat. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny that you say that because <laughs> the banjo is not forgiving. But lyrically, that song really just like allows me to feel. So I'll go on the record and share with the audience that I had a bipolar diagnosis. Yes. And um, the song that kind of grounds me and helps me soothe and validates me a bit is that song, Unwell, because like I was just thinking of that song casually one day because I was like, I heard it the other day on the radio. And I kind of looked at because I'm very I'm a very huge fan of like listening to songs that were around when I was a kid. But now paying attention to it, it's just been so healing to hear and um yeah it helps me not feel so alone in the world i appreciate your vulnerability friend and sharing that recent update in your life with the audience i i think that like there's a whole field of music and art therapy that exists because of the power that engaging with music whether it's by listening or producing it or with the visual arts can bring to the mind, body, and soul that I think that we don't always talk about. Like, I don't know a ton of people who've ever done music therapy or art therapy as patients. And it can 
be pretty like monumental in, in people's care and, and self-care. So I'm glad that music especially has been able to have that effect where you feel a closeness to the world in a, in a different way. So that's, that's pretty, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. And I think that's also what drives me with my drag. I don't like just making mixes for the sake of making them. The songs that become my mixes have given me that kind of powerful feeling. If even if it's a funny song, you know, like music and me have been besties in a Tessie for years. And I've always been a fan of collecting music in terms of like purchasing CDs or like um, adding stuff to the playlist that I have. I have like over how many how many hours of content do I have? on my my main playlist has 162 hours and 47 minutes worth of content i'm a hoarder for music i have a question actually it's more like a game to play i know this sure. is for the plan i want to like describe a scenario and i want you to tell me what song you think best fits that Okay, let's give it a shot. Okay, the first scenario is having something, knowing something that you can't tell your best friend. I feel like I have a song. Oh, wait. You'll never know by Ariana Grande. Oh, so you're going to keep that secret indefinitely. Know. Hazel said, I am a locked box, okay? <laughs> Not even my best friend gets a pass. Okay. The next song would be a time where you and someone you liked, whether it's a crush, whether it's someone you're in a relationship with, held eye contact for a little too long in public. I actually relate to the sentiment and I'm like trying to like think of my I was not songs. trying to put your business out there, sis. It was, it was just, it was just my thoughts. Uh, what would I choose? Uh, I think right there by Ariana Grande. Wow, Ariana is two for two. Two for two. Okay. What about the song that best captures that feeling where you really need to cry, but the tears won't come out? Hmm. I would say I think it would be a Lord song. I would say uh Supercut by Lord. Hmm. I have not heard any of these songs that you listed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm learning. So what do you think is a good song that resonates with you now? Like in this moment in time. 
Is it whistle while you work? Is that what the is that whistle what while do? you work? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh Isn't that what the seven dwarves were doing in, in Snow White? Fair enough, fair enough. I, I think so. Let me look up the lyrics. What about you while I figure out what whistle while you work was saying? I think right now a song that resonates like i said before i drink wine okay so here's why i like i drink wine i don't know if i said it before already but i'm going to say it again it is a song about wanting to do and be better for yourself and overcome the melodrama that you create and try to get intact with having a thought process that better serves you and believing that you can get it and i honestly love adele for giving me that beautiful song because my god i would like to change my answer because i looked up the lyrics i think whistle while you work as a title might be <laughs> related but as a song it, i'm not saying it's terrible but it it is where it is i think in terms of like a song that best describes my sense of self right now I don't really ascribe music to my life. Hmm. I think for a while, SZA's Normal Girl definitely resonated a lot with me. Other than my very clear sheer awkwardness in most social interactions, I was like, you know what? The simpletons have a point. And... I, I kind of want to trade, you know, like it's just, one of the, I felt really bogged down by the parts of my self that made me quote unquote unique for a little bit, because I felt it, it was really difficult to, for most of my life to connect with people my age, with most people my age, not people my age in general. So I think, first of all, the title normal girl, I was like, hmm. What is this? When she does the whole thing, like, want to be the type of girl you can take them to your mom or the type of girl that I know your fellas will be proud of, she loses me there. She loses me there. <laughs> she loses me there. <laughs> I can't. No, I I love that song, too. That's actually, um, someone on Twitter said that that's a really great trans girl theme song, and I said, I know. <laughs> I just learned something about myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no i honestly really love that song too that song oh it gets me my feels every time yeah around. especially towards the end where she's talking like looking towards the future of how she's going to move past things and she's like this time next year i'll be living so good won't remember your name and especially when she goes this time next year i'll be living so good won't remember no pain i realized last night that that mantra is exactly how I trigger my disassociation. And I'm like, if this time next year, I will be feeling no pain. Why not make this year, next year, today? You are so stupid. <laughs> today. And then I'm like, feel no pain now. And then and now, I don't know what day of the week it is. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. But yes, I really think that that song connects well with a lot of the thoughts that I've had 
across my life. But still, I'm trying to think about a song that matches well with today. Just a song that describes feeling very, things being very clear. I don't know which one it is. Maybe Solange has a song for that because Solange is perfect. So, oh, Janae Aiko's Born Tired. Wow. Wow. That's it for now. So after that scintillating conversation, it's time to move on to our next segment, Be Our Guest, where you, I'm pointing to the camera and you can't see it, where, where you all are able to submit questions that you want to ask us and we will give you an answer, maybe. So today's question is, I'm not going to say it's invasive. I'm just curious about it. This submission asks us, what do we do when we disagree on what we should talk about on the podcast? What do we do when we disagree? Yeah. Like, how do we solve that problem or tension or conflict or whatever? I think we just talk to each other. It's as simple as that. I think trying to get the point of view across and also trying to understand each other and why it is that we want to do that. I mean, it's never been a challenge to try and, well, actually, no, there's been times where we've been fighting for our lives, figuring out what we're going to do in terms of um, names of some of these episodes. But I think for the most part, I think it works well. What do you think? Hazel is lying. This is what usually happens. I'm like, hey, can we talk about this? And she goes to the back. You know who runs this show. And I'm like, <gasps> you're so stupid. And and that's how we resolve our conflict. She just tells me to stop, drop and roll out of the picture. And she'll guide the ship. No, I'm kidding. We don't really disagree that much on what to talk about. I think sometimes we overplan and then we come and sit down and then our vibe is just completely different. So then we scrap what we have. But I think usually we're pretty in tune. We harmonize, as some might say, since we're talking about music today. That's pretty much how it goes. But thanks for the question. Uh, Now that I'm allowed to spell again, I can say the goodbyes. So that's the end of our show. You can follow us on, no, see, already wrong. You can follow us at tthoughtspod on Instagram, TikTok. I don't know about Twitter. I don't don't know how much longer it's going to stay up and running. So (laughs) let's just... (laughs) Let's just focus on Instagram and TikTok for now at T Thoughts Pod. That is T A T H O U G H T S P O D. I almost said dot com. See, I'm done. Thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs>